Oh, man. Even when I make pop culture references for the Overnight Scape Central, perhaps the greatest series in the history of internet transmissions. Um, yeah, th- this, this is a real boomer moment for PQ Ripper. When I hear that the, the theme for this week's program is, was, will be, all at the same time, The Late Late Show. And in my mind, being from another time, uh, I, I'm rapidly becoming a pop culture reference. It, the Late Late Show is a whole different thing than... I, I tried to, I figured maybe there's something on YouTube, the old theme from the Late Late Show, uh, referring to uh, in the middle of the night, usually there would be at least one uh, TV station that would stay on the air until oh, three in the morning. There was nothing that stayed on all night long. And of course, there were far fewer stations. And the Late Late Show was like, the insomniac thing uh, after Gene Shepard was the late, late show, after all the talk shows. And it was usually really old, old, uh, not necessarily particularly good films uh, with commercials in between for uh, very odd products and that went into the 70s probably right up until everybody got cable but the late night was was just in general a very sketchy time at uh, the gene shepherd's night people were a true breed unto themselves most people uh, lived the day life completely by 10 11 o'clock except on a special occasion they'd be asleep they'd wake up at 8 9 sleep in till noon sometimes but that night like 2 3 in the morning were these regions that to me as a kid and i guess to all just that was just so mysterious and beckoning what happens on the late late show and instead now we've got james corden and i mean everything is brightly lit in most places no matter what hour and there's some convenience store there's something open i mean i'm talking about a time before convenience stores can you imagine a world where everything and i mean everything is closed on sunday <laughs> and no convenience stores anywhere oh pq starting to sound like a real old geezer but uh, the topic this week is indeed the late late show and frank edward nora uh chose to uh he always chooses to dare and i and i have to thank shambles constant uh, yeah we're 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 nice guys frank and me um, it's good having shambles back he's another one i mean i always feel like i'm the harsh and belligerent one of the overnight scape and anybody who's nice like shambles or frank thinking of me as nice is a nice thought and uh maybe maybe it makes me a nicer person in the long haul i don't know but uh moving right along we do have frank and i'm sure i will have many or some or something along the lines of candid comments either throughout or uh, somewhere uh but yep that this should be a, a rather uh brief Overnight Scape Central compared to some, but I bet you it's going to be a good one. So it's the Late Late Show with uh, PQ River and Frank Edward Nora, and I'm going to hand the floor over for now to the master of the Overnight Scape Underground. Yeah, here's Frank. Trying to figure out this Late Late Show thing. Um, clearly, most of the search results uh, come up with the, the string of uh, the, the CBS show. Um, which uh, started off the Late Late Show with Tom Snyder, 95 to 99, then Craig Kilborn, 99 to 04, then Craig Ferguson, 05 to 14, and then James Corden, 15 to present. And um, the Late Late Show with Tom Snyder, I know there's a certain clip I play on the other side. I want to check that out. Um, Tom Snyder had this really kind of a a radio monologue kind of vibe, 
you know, at the opening of his show, very much not like a comedy routine, like, you know, David Letterman doing like a, con you know, uh, jokes and stuff at the beginning. Um, so I do want to explore more about Tom Snyder. And then, of course, Craig Kilborn. I, I don't know. I wasn't really watching at that point. I don't really remember much about him. And Craig Ferguson, I remember people really liking the show. He had like that skeleton puppet and stuff, right? And then James Corden. Yeah, that's not not a show I've I've watched really. Um, but that show, of course, uh, I believe spawned from the idea of the Late Show with David Letterman when he moved to, uh, to CBS because. When he was on NBC, he had Late Night with David Letterman, which came on after The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, right? So The Tonight Show, right, was the main show, obviously the huge show. And it's just so funny, like, talking about these late night hosts. Like, Johnny Carson has become, he's nearing oblivion at this point, which is almost inconceivable. I talk to, you know, especially younger people sometimes mentioning Johnny Carson, and they're like, who? Never heard of him. Because... Whereas you can find his shows on YouTube, and I think Peacock or one of those streaming channels has old Tonight shows, you're only gonna watch uh, Johnny Carson reruns or you know archives if you already know who he is, right? The whole point of the Tonight Show was it's 11:30, you turn on the TV, and there's da 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 da, right? There's Johnny Carson. He was just omnipresent because he was on. At the time, one of the three big networks at 11... And there was no competition for a long time. There was no competition. You would just turn on The Tonight Show, and that was it. Um, so then afterwards, you know, Tonight Show, and then Late Night with David Letterman. And, uh, yeah, so he moved over, He and he couldn't continue to call his show Late Night with David Letterman because that was owned by NBC, so he called it... Uh, was it The Late Show with David Letterman? I think so, yeah, right? <laughs> and uh, let me see, The Late Show. Yeah, Late Show with David Letterman from 93 to 2015. And then Stephen Colbert took over. Yeah, I didn't watch that. So I think from, from doing some research, I think that it originally came from the movies. I, I can't be 100% sure that... Um, that the late late showings could have been more like weird B movies or underground films, and then the late late show would be like sort of the middle of the night. You know, they could show all sorts of weird stuff. This all kind of relates to um, the concept of night radio. Cer certainly a, a cornerstone to, to our onsug here. The idea of uh, you know Gene Shepard obviously with his the night people versus creeping meatballism article in Mad Magazine the day people versus the night people, and then just night radio, sort of the, the kind of content that can exist away from the from the searing spotlight of the day, and uh, some of the weirder, stranger, deeper kind of stuff can come out. Um, but I also think the Late Late Show is associated with, in a way, those the obsession with the bad movies, or the, the, the B-movies, uh, the bad horror films because I did play a um, a role playing game once and I very rarely play role playing games. I know as much as I'm sort of fascinated by the whole thing, I never really have been in you know had gaming groups and stuff that I really hung out with. But my friend Brian from the Three Weasels, he he's a big uh, gamer. He do, he and he's a dungeon master, and I remember we did play. It came from the late 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 show, so that's with three lates. Uh, it's a role-playing game by Stellar Games from 1989, and and you you sort of play out a, a bad movie. It's it's it says it came from the late 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 show is a humor horror system in which the PCs are actors in a bad horror movie come true. There are many skills, a combat system, and many monsters. It was yeah published in '89, second edition. In the in the September 1990 edition of Dragon Magazine, Jim Bambra was amused by this game, which lets you play second-rate actors in some of the worst movies ever produced. He recommended it, saying, Cheap, tongue-in-cheek fun. This game is well worth a look. In his 1991 book, Heroic Worlds, A History and Guide to Role-Playing Games, Lawrence Schick commented that the rules are really secondary to such guidelines sections as acting appropriately stupid, explaining why you shouldn't run away when you suspect 
There are blood-sucking monsters around and crummy endings. Tricks for the GM to pull uh, to pull when a scenario goes wrong. That is, suddenly the sun rises and all the monsters shrivel up and die. So, yeah, so that's also... So I think this is definitely... It shows a TV set, though. So, I mean, is it... You know, like, I know some local channels could have had the late movie or the late, late show movie. And I couldn't find that. But I think that's kind of the vibe, right? Whoa, kitty. You're jumping around, kitty. It's Mojo Fuzzo. He's uh, he's jumping around. Anyway, yeah, so the late, late show, like the late, late movie, you know? You know what I mean? Let me see if I can find that. It's like, like, did they ever show the late, late movie? But clearly that that sh- that show, which really which started with um, Tom Schneider, and Tom Schneider Tom Schneider's another guy who I feel. Oh look, WABC late late movie. Yes, okay, okay, okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Listen to this. WABC late late movie. Nineteen eighty seven. Are they gonna like show us like the opening to the late late movie or? What's going on here? Kitty, no. I gotta clean up my room here. The Overnight Scape Studio has, complete, has completely, like, there's just junk everywhere. It happened, you know? I had completely cleaned this place up a few months ago, and now it's all messed up again. What are we, what are we looking at here for the late, late movie? Late movie. How about the Sunday night movie? This this is uh Delivering it now. Who is that guy? I recognize him. What are we watching here? This is nineteen eighty two. The Sunday night movie from Channel Seven in the New York area. Mojo, no, don't destroy things. I'm truly sorry. There's no opening. What a terrible right. life it is, Penny. And what a terrible waste. Leslie is. Nielsen? Is that sound- okay, terrific. What is going on here? <laughs> but yeah, if you search in YouTube, like the Late Late Show, we're, we're just going to get a lot of... What are we going to get here? James Corden. Listen, I don't know. Maybe the guy's talented. I just... The, the second I see this guy, I just want to turn it off. I don't want anything to do with James Corden. How about Late Late Show with Tom Snyder, though? Yeah, Tom Snyder, really very cool broadcaster. And um, I don't think I ever... I never listened to him on the radio. I'm assuming he was on the radio. Um, oh, look, Letterman was on the Late Late Show with Tom Snyder. But I want to find some of his just, like, opening monologues. What's the one I... I just played it on the other side the other day. I'm trying to find it here. Yeah. The, uh, the Late Late Show. This was... Uh, December 9th, 1998. And I do feel that finally the late 90s are really coming into their own in terms of having a very distinct look and feel, right? Because for a long time, the late 90s just felt too current, you know? Here we go. The late, late... Kitties, please. I I don't know if this one is out there. Anyway, we can find something. 1998 moments with uh, Tom Snyder. No, I think this guy was great. Like the kind of, yeah, the kind of uh, opening monologues he did were very, very cool from what I remember. Kitty, come on. Nice late night song. everybody uh, to California. I'm Tom. The color cast is on the air now live and direct from CBS uh, television. So he's calling it like a color cast. So he's sort of like, I guess, referencing the old days when it was in black and white. This is a color cast. And he, he does a lot of, he has a lot of things to say about like the broadcast itself, you know. Here in Los Angeles for Tuesday night, the 28th of April, 1998. And oh, interestingly, he says the date at the beginning of the, who else does that, you know? So I think all those other hosts, I know I know a lot of people really love the Craig Ferguson one, but really, to me, this Tom Snyder one is well worth re-examining. Well, Rodriguez is here tonight, and uh, Meredith Vieira 
who now appears on a program called The View with our pal uh, Barbara Walters. It's on ABC in the mornings. You'll check the listings for the time in your town. You know, I was saying to uh, Mr. Kennedy and the crew here, we were in New York for the last six nights on this program. And I came back to California last week. It's almost like we were never there. You know, it's al almost like it never happened. You know, you go and you do this, and the work is so intense for a week. And you come back, it's like you were never, ever there. But I thank all of you who sent email in today uh, about our shows in New York. One man was especially uh, uh, poetic in, in, in saying that he'd lived in New York for a long time and then left the city 17 years ago. And our shows helped bring back all the happy memories that he had forgotten about New York City. And then another viewer said, you know, you, you, your shows from New York City really stunk. You're a tough crowd to please, I want to tell you. So you think this is interesting because I don't know if... If anyone else did an opening like this that was so much sort of like a radio monologue, not like a like a stand-up jokes kind of thing, you know, which almost all of them do, you know, they 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 uh and and Letterman played it in a very meta sense, but still this is very unique, I think. Wow, Tom Snyder. Um I think he got his monologue. This is why I'm jumping in right here. Uh I think uh, a gentleman by the name of Jack Parr is partially responsible. He was, uh, you've heard of him, he was the Tonight Show host of record. I think there were a few in between, but uh, he hosted between Steve Allen and Johnny Carson on that hallowed program. And Jack Parr was less comedic, a more gentle uh, commentator. And I think uh, Tom Snyder took some cues from him and Steve Allen because while Steve Allen of course would be funny at times Steve Allen could also uh, more so than a Johnny Carson step back and uh, want to be taken seriously at various times so yeah Snyder and his tomorrow that that really does bear a great re-examination but I I, I, I did uh, I, and maybe he'll find it and it'll be a repeat but the, the, the late late show that is in my head when I think of it I, I, I only found one thing and it's this show the late late show ran on CBS from 1951 to 1976 and indeed in the middle of the night they showed movies and uh, they had this theme song uh, that I oh boy uh, somebody did a recreation of the quote original late show opening uh, I guess they don't have foot nobody saved that little bit of clip although Someday it will show up somewhere. But here's that, here's what we would hear, more or less. The syncopated clock. Yeah, this is definitely an example of uh, Frank and I just the seven years difference in our age being like becoming a little bit of a chasm because the stuff i i saw an earlier version of television and media just slightly and and dave in kentucky i'm not sure where he was located because we were lucky enough to be near you know, a major city. I can't imagine how dark it would be in the middle of the night in places like you know, more rural places throughout the United States. I mean, I was in a rural place, but it was still only an hour and a half outside of New York. Uh, and in the summertime, New York City people came and our town sort of while it didn't run all night, it became quite a uh, exciting place in July and August every year in the Catskills. But all that aside, uh, to not color this too much. Oh, and uh, wait, I have, I've got some notes here that I may as well um, look at. I, 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 I have to be the first to admit, never Doug Kilborn or this new guy. I just, that style 
which it, it's I don't know I associate it with Arsenio just like it, it it trivializes everything in a way that's not my generation or something but I, I just don't like the vibe and uh, be the, 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 this boomer admits it I just lost interest in uh, talk I mean I tried I mean uh, Conan wasn't bad uh, Dave Dave Letterman was a great host but he just became so bitter and angry and that can be good up to a certain point but i don't know and and, and he's right these people are all of their time and their star will just fade and fade and uh that they will be for and whereas gene shepherd has this timelessness that they don't have it has to do with the guests uh the need to be topical um I'm not sure, you know, and I, I think it's time to really look back at Tom Snyder here. Uh, one said, you know, we love the shows from New York City because you didn't have all those stupid phone calls. And three others said, you know, we really miss the phone calls in New York. You are a tough crowd to please. Uh, one of the things that happened in New York that you didn't get to see was uh, I, I was. Uh, what happened to this guy? He died, right? I remember he died. I'm trying to remember what year he died. I think he died in um, fairly recently. I would say. Like 2018, maybe? That's my guess. 2007, I was way off. Now, wait a minute. He was only 71. So young. What happened? What happened? He had a chronic lymphocytic leukemia. Oh, man. Anyway, he is, uh, he is great. He, he, uh, he had the Tom Snyder radio show from 88 to 92 on ABC Radio Network, really. I wonder if any air checks from that one. And the, the Late Late Radio Show from 95 to 99, a simulcast of the Late Late Show with Tom Snyder. Interesting. So I did not realize this, that that's part of what's going on there, is that um, he, he broadcasted on television and on, 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 uh, on radio. So that explains something of the tone of the show, right? invited to go to CBS at Black Rock there on 6th Avenue and 52nd Street to do what is called a satellite interview tour. Uh, and this can only be likened to the Baton Death March. You, uh, you go into a studio. <laughs> they had water on the march, as I recall. Yeah. And you go into the studio and you talk to 20 or 25 uh, people from TV stations around the country and they ask you questions. And, uh, for example, one fellow came on, I forget where he was from, and he said, now, Tom, this is your first trip to New York, isn't it? I, I got to get out of this room. You know, I lived here for 11 years. And then I was talking to a guy, and a lot of people asked us, they said, you know, how long do you plan to be doing this show before you would want to leave? And this question came up, and I was trying to give this man an answer, and I sneezed on the air. And you've heard me say, I hate sneezing on the air. So I'm just trying to remember what's going on with him. He, uh, let's see, he was on the radio... He was on television, and he had a show called Contact in Philly from 66 to 70. And then the Tomorrow Show, that was his big show back from 73 to 82, the Tomorrow Show. Okay, so this is this is what we have to figure out. Uh, yeah, so I think this, this was the original show that was on after... Yes, this show was on after Carson, right? And then Letterman took over from him, right? Yeah. Yes, okay. All right. See, so he always was sort of like... He, I don't think he was ever considered for, like, the Johnny Carson role. You know, he, he was sort of a a much cool cooler star, not a hotter star, if, if, if I'm using those terms correctly. Like, Letterman, you know, definitely could have taken over for Carson, but every, I think they felt he was a little bit too underground, you know, a little too tricky. What's going on? I'm on vacation this week. I need to turn off these uh, these alerts. <laughs> yes. All right. Hold on. Let me pause and turn off all these alerts because this is getting ridiculous. Yikes. Or at least turn off the sound or something. I don't know. I, I, I'm on vacation this week, by the way, just to let you know. Yeah. All right. Let me just turn off the notification. That's dangerous to turn off the notification volume, but anyway... Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm on vacation this week. I have a week off. 
We get a lot of days off where I work, and uh, a lot of people don't. I, I am not even going to nearly take all my days, and I'm going to lose them. So anyway, let's continue with Tom Snyder. So so he, he was off the air starting in 81, and then he came back. So this is kind of, is kind of if you think from his perspective, you know, he was on, uh, he was right on right after Carson for such a long time, and then he kind of gets let go, and then Letterman takes over, and then... I believe when Letterman builds up his reputation, he gets passed over uh, to take over Tonight Show f- because of Jay Leno. Then he moves to CBS. So then he, I believe he's the one who gave Tom Snyder this show. You know, may- maybe he felt bad about what happened. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's books about all this stuff. I don't know. This is, I'm just, this is all what they call surmising. I'm just surmising all this at this point. But since I have this videotape, I watched it earlier, and it really makes me look stupid, and therefore it deserves to be shown. Here I am talking to somebody on the satellite tour. But I said to him, when do you plan to leave that show? He said, you know, it's kind of like being at dinner at a restaurant. <laughs> Edit that out, will you? I hate it when I sneeze on television. I was wondering if he actually said that in the interview. <laughs> hey, Phil, let me make you feel at home. <laughs> man, talk about an ill wind, right? Jeez, oh man, it's almost worth another look, but later, and we could slow mo it, you know. <laughs> man, this stuff comes flying out of your mouth. It's terrible. So anyway, there was a there was a story in the paper uh, in New York yesterday, the New York Post, about my future here at CBS, and you might have read this in the papers today. But after having a series of conversations with them, don't give me the big hush here, you know, with David Letterman, who I work for, and Rob Burnett, and Peter oh, Sally, and my friends at CBS, I've come to a decision that I would like to leave this program. And it seems to me, as I said to them, and as I said to the people of the New York Post, there are some logical points in time. Uh, one would be at the end of this year, the program goes down for a two-week vacation over the holidays, which would be a logical time to bring somebody else in and do this. And if they can't get somebody or don't get whatever they want to do in this time period ready, then I would stay like through spring of uh, 1999 at the latest. And believe me, uh, you know, this is not, I'm not mad at anybody here, but I'm going to be 62 years old next month, which is not old, but I have more to look back on than I have to look forward to. And I just don't want to spend all of my years coming into a television studio five nights a week. I will miss this to be sure, but I feel it's time to move on. And incidentally, I don't want you calling on the toll-free now every night saying, you know, Tom, we're going to miss you. Let's not make this the farewell tour of the student prince, you know. In fact, during the first commercial, we could have ten seconds of whining, and then it'll be all over with, okay? (laughs) But I have my plans all set for the last show. It's going to be a humdinger. Well, be on all night long. Unbelievable. Interesting. And just so that I don't think that I'm too special because I ain't, I received the following postcard today at my house. This came when I was back in New York last week. And I'll put it on the air. This I'm not kidding you. Dear Tom, listen, I realize your schedule is up in the air and everything, but could you and Bob Hope and Frank Sinatra please do me a big favor and try to drop dead sometime within the space of this year so I can collect a trifecta from Mr. Blackwell? I'd sure as heck appreciate it. Thanks a bunch and God bless. Jesus. <laughs> What? I'm surprised it wasn't written in crayon, huh? Like a death pool? Anyway, Paul Rodriguez is here tonight, and uh, Meredith Vieira is here as well, and you on the toll-free, now you know the rules. In the first commercial, we have 10 seconds of whining, and then that's the end of it. Whine, whine, whine. I'm Tom, you're watching CBS, and thanks for catching our pictures as we fly them through the air. Slow-mo sneeze. Or uh, the next night. It's the most interesting part of you know, the, the opening, you know. A very interesting style, though. I, you know, I definitely like. Definitely like. Obviously, it's something that relates to what we do here. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Tom, and the color cast is on the air now from the immense broadcast facility that is known as CBS Television City in Los Angeles. Yeah, he he calls it the immense broadcast facility. So he has all these like like names for things. It's uh, yeah. Thursday night, the Ides of October, 1998. Thomas Gibson is here tonight from the hit TV show Dharma and Greg. 
an astronaut what? Alden, who was on the first <laughs> Barely remember moon that. mission, the first manned mission Dharma to and the Greg. Moon back in 1969. And you know it's 98 where it's, where it's like, what are we going to watch on TV tonight? I don't know. Let's watch Dharma and Greg. What? A couple of emails and then on with the wait, big wait. show. Now I'm fat. When was that show on? I, you know, I usually, I find it interesting when... Um, when I, I run across a pop culture thing that I had not crossed my mind or crossed my ears in a long time. So, um, right. Dharma and Greg is not really something that has crossed my mind in a long time. It was on from 97 to 2002. Starred Jenna Elfman and Thomas Gibson as Dharma and Greg Montgomery, a couple who married on their first date despite being polar opposites. Here's the show summary. Free-spirited yoga instructor and dog trainer Dharma Finkelstein and straight-laced lawyer Greg Montgomery marry on their first date despite being complete opposites. Their conflicting views lead to comical situations. Ivy League Greg was raised by wealthy conservative parents. After graduation from Harvard and Stanford, he went to work with the U.S. Attorney's Office as a federal prosecutor in San Francisco. Then he meets Dharma, who was raised by hippie parents. They fall in love immediately and elope. Despite being totally different, their parents eventually learn to tolerate each other. Sounds like comedy gold to me. I don't know if I ever watched this show, but what happened to her, though? I I have a weird footnote in my mind that something happened to her. What happened? Oh, Scientology. Okay. Okay. Dear God. What's wrong with these people? Uh, hmm. What was her? She... Jennifer Butala. Uh, she's a member of the Church of Scientology. Jeez, that that's that's yeah, it's not fun. It's not funny. It's not fun. These people in this religion get out of here. Scientology, indeed. I knew there was something going on with her. Oh, uh, dear Tom, a few weeks ago on your show, you made mention of Steve Bell. At the time, you said you did not know of his current whereabouts. Steve Bell used to anchor the news on uh, Good Morning America. Then he went to Philadelphia to Channel 3. I'm happy to say my viewer writes that the student and faculty of Ball State University in Muncie, Indiana, which, by the way, is David Letterman's alma mater, are now reaping the benefits of having Steve Bell teach in the telecommunications department. He was brought to the university as an endowed chair. Uh, the university found money to keep him on the staff. And his experience and personal touch have added very much to the already fine department. Thank you very much for that information. Vicki and Roger in Carmel, Indiana. Steve Bell is alive and well. And the uh, second letter, dear Tom, quite a while ago, I heard you mention, uh, mention Vermont. And I gathered from the conversation you had some connection there. I missed that information and wondered if you would let me know if you've ever lived there or if your family members are from there. Thank you very much. Sincerely, Kathy in Chesapeake, Virginia. My father was, in fact, from Rutland, Vermont. His father, my grandfather, ran the H.J. Snyder Printing Company in Rutland, Vermont, which was a highly profitable company. And if he hadn't drank it away, I'd be there setting type today. Ooh, typesetting. We'd nice. all be better off. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now, here are, uh, these are headlines that have appeared in papers from coast to coast. Actual headlines used to describe actual news stories. But because of the way they are worded, in some cases, they have come out unusual. Not necessarily funny, but unusual. And these were sent in by Thomas, and I thank him for these. Uh, headline number one, deaf mute gets new hearing in killing. See, unusual, right? Two, two convicts evade uh, posse, uh, jury hung. See, unusual headline. Milk drinkers are turning to powder. See, change in dietary habit. Iraqi head seeks arms. Queen Mary having bottom scraped. Uh, in the science report, you know, planets, uh, is there a ring of debris around Uranus? This is a scientific report. <laughs> science Times headline, ring around. I'll wait. Who does, what does he, what do you have, Jackie the Joke Man there guffawing in the background? What the hell? It's not, it's not that funny. Come on. Panda mating fails. Vet takes over. Child's stool. Great for use. What? <laughs> Are these real headlines? In garden. Small stool. 
Poster. <laughs> LOL. We're toast. Uh, great. See, I, I was, it was so getting so good up till now. Um, and I, I want to I try to find this because I remember uh, Dan Aykroyd used to imitate him. But I found this clip from his radio sh- maybe from the radio show. The Tom Snyder radio show Nightside Hour, May 21st, 1992. Okay, here's an air check. It's the Nightside Hour, so kind of late, late show. A commenter from three years ago says, oh wait, the commenter's name is uh, Chugga Chugga Woo Woo. This was the best radio program ever. I never missed a show. Tom Snyder Radio Show, May 21st, 1992. Good year. Good evening, everybody. Welcome Good evening. TS with you, Tom Snyder, here on the radio show's telephone connection. It's late on Thursday, almost Friday now, the 21st of May, 1991. Wait, why does it say 92? Because he, he just said 91 in the... That's another good year. All those 90s are good, especially the early ones. Telephones, the toll-free exchange is open to you here at 800-756-0852. That is 800-756-0852. All of this from Los Angeles, California. You know, I was just thinking here about making a joke about L.A., you know, sunny Southern California, palm trees, riots. Looked at when the Rose Bowl came on television New Year's Day. You see the Rose Bowl and the mountains covered with snow and the blue sky and the marching bands from USC and Ohio State or whatever the schools were in the Rose Bowl. And that January, everybody would think maybe we should all move to California. Boy, what a different time we live in now. Not very many people are thinking about. Oh, this is right by the LA, ri- LA riots, I guess. I said to a friend of mine the other day, uh, I was talking with Jerry West uh, from the Lakers. And uh, we were talking about traffic. Is it me? Or do we spend an inordinate amount of time in this city waiting at red lights? This is a tough, tough town to get. Nice. Great stuff. So now let's let's just try and find the other the other the other late late show guys. Craig Kilborn. Let's see. He's the one I sort of have the least. I mean, I, 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 I looked him up, uh, but, like, what was his personality like? Was he kind of like a cynical Gen X kind of guy? Let's see. Here we go. How about February 2000? So, yeah. How about how's this? Craig Kilborn. He's not Gen X. He's a boomer. Imagine it's like the year 2000 now. Whatever happened to her? I don't. What was she even in? Didn't she play a monster or something? Wow. Great guests. Well, he turned out to be a little more famous than. Nastasha Tenstridge. So he feels kind of like a chore to watch, but all right, we're gonna give him a chance. I like the set though. Like the '90s are just over. You're there, TV studio with your late night set. Here he comes. All right, he's gonna, but he's gonna do some stand up. Cool set. Looks kind of like someone's apartment. All right, yeah, there he is, Craig Kilborn. Jeez, <laughs> not really super familiar to me. I, I guess I didn't feel like staying up till twelve thirty to watch to watch this guy. Not that I really watched a lot of a lot of any of the late late shows. But. All right, enough. Come on, the guy's not that good. Stop clapping. Well, maybe he's good. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, Craig, be funny. All right, Craig. They love you. Be funny. Go. Hello there. Welcome to 
your Late Late Show. My name is Craig Ers, and listen to this uh, big weekend opening uh, movie, Michael Douglas's new movie opening this weekend. I don't know if you know what it's about. It, it tells the story of an older actor who marries an actress half his age <laughs> and is then run over by a Lexus driven by Craig Kilborn. So that's kind of a interesting kind of a uh, and I don't know. I, I think I, you had to be there. Uh, are you guys uh, familiar with the, the Mir space station? So look, but like, he, this guy's back to the tr traditional, not, not that there's anything wrong with it, but the traditional like stand-up routine to start the show, you know? Yeah. Five of you? Okay. <laughs> Plans to turn the Mir space station into a hotel in space. Okay. See, if, so wait. Even back then, you know, every like every couple months, there's a there's a, a story about a space station hotel. It never happens. But it, it, even back in 2000, people this this stupid story about having a space hotel. Listen, I'm sure it'll happen eventually. But yeah. And guests can request two types of rooms: either smoking or exploding. Either. One. Okay. All right. I think. All right. He's done. He's done. Who's the next one? <laughs> I'm going to gong him. He's not good. Let's see. The next one is Craig Ferguson. All right. I have high hopes for this because I remember, I just remember people liking this. Wasn't it Craig? F Another Craig. It's two Craigs. Wow. I, I <laughs> Craig Ferguson. Okay. Let's see what we can find here. Well, we have one from uh, 2009 with Jennifer Tilly. I mean, uh, who was that again? Tonight's performance of the Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson has been cancelled. <coughs> cancelled. <laughs> That's right. I said it cancelled. <laughs> the reason is, of course, Mr. Ferguson has sadly become invisible. <laughs> oh, he's here, all right. We just don't know where he is. He could be sitting behind the desk. No. Um, you know, we know he's definitely here somewhere. Because bit tiresome, we but we'll, we'll stick with this for a minute. Come on! But, <laughs> but I'm afraid, no, it's right. April Fool, you see, I'm here. There he is. He seems, he seems better than that other Craig already. They really, they really improved their their Craig Frank, you know, in this in this cool. way. <laughs> do you know, uh, I, do, I don't know if I should bring this up because people will go mad. But I, don't you think that this tie is getting a little? These ties are getting too thin. <laughs> this is this is soon they'll, they'll just you won't be able to see the tie. It'll just be you know the buttons will come out either side yeah. of the tie. The buttons. Are... Yeah. I mean, I quite like a thin tie, but this has gone too far. <laughs> It's like nair. You know nair, that stuff? No, I'll tell you why I think it's like nair. You know when you, like, if you've ever neared yourself? And I have. Yeah, he's definitely better than the other guy. It's awesome. They make nair for men. It's great. Anyway, you know, they try to make all men who like men. There's the next one. guy who's like, start nair himself up. Anyway. I nared a bit of myself because I'd never done it before, and then you get, you know, it, it takes right, a Let's get this guy another. Let's try to find another episode because I'm not feeling this one too much, but um, let's see. Um, 2014. Oh, there, there's that skeleton puppet, too. Yeah, I remember that. I, I did not watch this too much. Jeff, Jeff, great news. Oh, what's going on? Jeff is I the skeleton. I the new Regis Philbin autobiography. Oh, unbelievable. Well, that audience is pretty quiet. Yeah. He just said he got the new Regent Philbin autobiography. And they're the like, one of the great hosts of our time. One of the great TV legends. He was on the Joey Bishop show. Joey Bishop. Right. Okay. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, finally, wasn't the next guy's name is Craig? They're not, are they all Craig? No, James Corden. Corden and Craig are. Slightly similar words, but James Corden. Let's see what this guy is all about. I'm not. For some reason, I'm very reluctant to try to try and see him. 
it's going to be hard to uh, find. What, what year? What year? I want to find an early one. 2015. Okay. Let's see if we can find something from 2015. Do do do. Okay. Here's James Corden, December 3rd, 2015, on the Late Late Show. Many of you all know we've joked a lot on this show about presidential candidates like Ben Carson and Donald Trump. But uh, honestly, in terms Trump, of what a joke. He'll never be president. It's 2015. Remember everyone was joking about that? <laughs> Trump as president? <laughs> there is one presidential candidate who is truly funny, and that is Mr. Ted Cruz. No, it is. Like, if you're okay, a true okay. comedy connoisseur, this guy brings... I, I can't. I can't. I don't like this guy. I don't know what it is. I really don't like him. Let's go back to Tom Snyder a little bit. Late Late Show with Tom Snyder. Oh, okay. We have to start another episode. Why did he quit the show, though? I mean, I, he's 62 years old, but still, I mean, I, it's a lot of work, but still, isn't it what he loves? He's a broadcaster. He, he wants to stop. He's good at it. Right, all those other guys with their stand-up routines. Is that Craig Kilborn? That was that was painful. Happy Friday, everybody. I'm Tom. The color cast is on the air now from CBS TV here in Los Angeles, California, for October the 16th, 1998. Our old friend David Milch, the co-creator of NYPD Blue, is here tonight. Wow. And the all- NYPD Blue? I, guess, I don't I think I ever watched that. Again, I'm, so, I'm sort of fascinated by these late, late 90s TV shows. I think I was... No, I was thinking of Cop Rock. That one didn't last too long. That was earlier, though, yeah. NYPD Blue. Or Hill Street Blues is another one, yeah. We're entertaining Dr. Ruth Westheimer, who has a brand new book. Of course, book. of course. Remember, Dr. Ruth was like... On every show ever, constantly. She must have had the best publicist ever. You, right? There was a time period. It was like 20 years. Every time you turn on TV, I, I am Dr. Ruth. Shut up. Which is not about sex, but is about being a grandparent, and she will be with us as well. It sounds fascinating. She's not annoying enough. At least she had the whole sex angle. Now she's talking about being a grandparent. Dear God. Tonight, along with David Milch. Uh, a <laughs> great line of David Milch. And Dr. Ruth. Email to answer and then on with tonight's festivities. And I want to get back to those headlines tonight. Uh, no, because there are some really cute ones. Uh, more, more of the clever headlines. This is uh, from Gord McDougall. Dear Tom, you are the kind of all late night broadcaster uh, that I like to have in the chair. And you made it seem so magical back in the Tomorrow Show days. I'm your con- in your conversation. Oh, we should try to find the Tomorrow Show. That's right. You once again referred to David Hartman's. 1974-1975 series, Lucas Tanner, as Lucas Tanner. The Tomorrow Show. Oh, he, look who we had on, John Lennon. Nice, good guest. Here's The Tomorrow Show from NBC. NBC Enterprises Incorporated presents The Tomorrow Show. John Lennon. You see, having gone through the Beatlemania thing, Nowadays, it's nothing like that. I mean, I can walk down the street and somebody heck say, of a oh, guest. hi, John, and they usually say, how's yeah. your immigration, you know, if it's in New York, right? And they don't hassle me. I might sign one autograph, two autographs, you know? And I don't get hassled. And I went through that period where I actually couldn't go anywhere. And so now it's like, heaven. I can go and eat. We go and eat. We go to the movies. We go wherever we want. Yoko. John Lennon was walking down the street on the west side of New York last night between 10 and 11 o'clock Eastern. Oh, okay. I thought this was before he, the guy died, and now, okay, so this is going to be like a retrospective. I, I, I don't want to get all bummed out with the guy dying. I wanted to go back to when he was alive. Was shot down by an okay, great. Listen, listen let's, let's find another episode. This is, this is bringing me down. Tom Snyder, The Tomorrow Show About Smoking. Okay, here we go. Here we go. He, he loved to smoke, Tom Snyder. The Tomorrow Show. Wouldn't it be nice if? Oh, okay, that's uh, yeah. Beach Boys. Hi, coming on here, a gentleman I've been wanting to speak with on television for a long time. He runs a fine, fine talk show out of Chicago. <laughs> Look at him in the seventies, seventy-six with that hair. And it's the first time I think that we've had him on the program along with a good man from New York City named Long John Neville. Who get a load of this? Oh wow, he was he was a wow. WMCA radio from midnight until six o'clock in the morning, six nights a week. 
and wow. they rerun a tape program on the Sunday night show. So the man is operating on the air for 72 hours a week here in New York. See, this is more late, late stuff. I tell you, that's a lot. And so Irvin Long, John, will be my guest here on Monday. And then, of course, on Wednesday from Toronto, we have Xavier Hollander, who is the happy hooker. Great show. The happy hooker. Last night I said to Harlan Ellison, my friend from California, that you... All right, so finally we're going to check out um, Dan Aykroyd pretending to be making fun of Tom Snyder. I hope this video, what, what's going on with this video? This video, no, okay. All right, so what, what happened here? <clears throat> Okay, it was some sort of bullshit thing where it's, it was like a link to a link or something. Let's see. Dan Aykroyd's Tomorrow Show. Here we go. Okay. Dan Aykroyd pretending to be. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Tomorrow Show. Our guest tonight is Mr. Mr. Ron Nesson. He's the press secretary to the President of the United States. Now, for those of you who might not know what's going on here, I'm just going to... I'm going to explain what this thing is all about, give you some background information. Mr. Nesson is the press secretary to uh, President Ford. Now, the other fellow was the guy who got in trouble with the Watergate thing, and that whole thing blew up, and, well, we know what happened. See, I mean, so Tom Snyder was pretty big that day he would be parodied on SNL, you know. Anyway, The Late Late Show. I think we learned a lot about The, the Late Late Show, and uh, I guess it's still going with the, the, the Craig, Craig, no, Cor James Corden, yeah. They should just get another Craig. Are there any more Craigs available? They should get rid of that guy. Is it, what's, what's like a famous Craig they could have now? Craig? I don't know. Are there any more famous Craigs? Let me look up famous Craigs here. We're going to recast a Late Late Show right now. Famous Craigs. And they can they, he can do even do that joke. A ring around your anus. <laughs> Who is the most famous Craig in the world? Okay, here we go. I don't recognize any of these people. <laughs> Craig T. Nelson? He, he was on the series Coach. Yeah, I don't want him. Um, not, not a lot of good Craigs. I mean, you know. No. And that other Craig's not even on this list. He's, he's not famous. Oh, there he is. He's number 30. He's the 30th most famous Craig. <laughs> All right. Uh, how is it? I've never heard of any of these Craigs ever. I, I feel like there's a Craig that has got a. Come on. No. I guess I guess there's just not a lot of Craigs out there anymore. And uh, well, you could also get Greg, which is very similar to Craig. You know, but I think you ha need to be Craig. Any up-and-coming Craigs that we could find? Um, I'm trying to see. No. All right. We, we, <laughs> we uh, yeah. I think they, they, they ran out of Craigs, so they got a, a James. You know? Anyways, all right. Back to you, PQ. Well, sir, looks like we hit the dregs of the Craigs, so to speak. Uh, Nat King Cole did a song called The Late, Late Show, which... Uh, uh, I, it, it could be catchy. It, 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 it's hard to say. Uh, let, let, let's check it out uh, just a little bit here as long as we're, we're in the neighborhood. Oh, schmaltzy, waltzy. Oh, yeah, a real romantical stuff on oh, King Cole. He was something. He really was, and, and a great singer as well. Um, let's see. Uh, and somebody we didn't mention that really... Well, I guess his show was on during the day quite often, but at the end, 
Joe Franklin. If you never heard it, some people will have never heard of Joe Franklin, I am certain. But on WOR in New York, he hosted a talk show, mostly about nostalgia and pop culture and like up and coming performers. I mean, if you had done stand up in one restaurant, you could get on the Joe Franklin show, I'm pretty sure, if, if you put any effort into it. You just had to drive to New York, uh, Secaucus? I think he, did he tape in Secaucus? I think at that point, he didn't even have a, it's hard, I don't remember. But he was on uh, the cable for a while, so he got some notoriety, and was it it's Saturday Night Live or SCTV? made fun of Joe Franklin at one point, if I am not mistaken. But, uh, yeah, he was just this odd late-night talk host. But I'm pretty sure the, he started off as a odd date. Well, I guess David Letterman also started in the day and moved to being a night person. Uh, I think we all, uh, they, we, they, everybody did. Gene Shepard originally was sort of a day guy on television from my understanding. So, uh, yeah, did you go into the darkness, so to speak? And, and back then, the, like I was saying, the, the night was just such a quieter, less occupied place uh, there was, as I said, a real line between night people and the day people. And, uh, yep, you got to watch the night people were, you know, a lot of them were interesting and creative. And, yep, there a lot of other stuff happens under the cover of the night. Now, I mean, broad daylight is probably the safest time to uh, perform mischief, it would seem. In the middle of the night, you're going to get caught, um... Anyways, uh, that uh, it was brief, but uh, the late, late show. And I do welcome any follow-ups to this. If uh, anybody especially comments uh, any excuse or good things about these modern uh, hosts of that particular show that Frank was referring to, uh, I'm glad that my... Um, prejudices were confirmed i mean i'm pretty sure i have seen clips of all of these late night hosts here there and i fully concede they are popular enough that they have gotten these jobs i'm certainly never gonna get that job and i don't know that i could do that job as well as even them or be as interesting so there's that as well but it's not for me, and nor is it aimed at me. I mean, that that's the, another part of the aging process is uh, things aren't marketed at you, things aren't catered to you. I mean, yeah, the some of the ads for oh boy, some of the adult products. Uh, it's mostly medications, and luckily, uh, at least up to now, uh, I am not chronically. Uh, Popping any of those uh, per se. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about next week's Overnight Scape Central and your follow up. Either way, uh, you get your pen because uh, you're going to need the email address unless you have it memorized. I keep telling it to you, but uh, even I have to look sometimes, so I wouldn't expect anybody else to have anything memorized up. I can remember phone numbers from the 1960s, but. Things from the last 20 years, that they some of them stick and some of them elude me. It's a strange thing. Phone numbers? And now people have them all in their phone. So if you if they don't actually know or memorize. Remember when you had to memorize phone numbers? What a jeepers. Uh, next week on the Overnight Scape Central, the topic will be outer space yeah uh we've probably touched on this a few times we may have even used the exact topic because i do tend over so many years to do such a thing oh and i do let's, let's stop the 
presses. Um, uh, Bob Lament, who has been a part of the Overnightscape underground system, as well as the longtime host with Miles' title of Static Radio, which they've been doing weekly since the beginning of time itself, uh, was kind enough uh, to include me in his prior caster project and interviewed me and posted it uh, just yesterday chronologically in real time. Uh, but I would hope that it is permanently on the priorcaster.com site. And uh, Frank's on there too. Um, that, that just in case you knew and forgot or forgot or didn't know. But uh, yeah, thanks, Bob. for uh, I, I'm really quite flattered that I'm considered part of any the, the history <laughs> the history of history with PQ River but uh, we're going to talk about outer space next week right here on the Overnightscape Central and uh, the deadline for your contribution would be the 23rd of November 2022 uh in the morning, uh, maybe even the afternoon, and you're safe. Uh, and the email address, write this down, kpqr.torc at gmail.com. Once more, kpqr.torc at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, thanks, Frank, for uh, being here. Uh, gosh, that, that I would have been just me talking to myself. But some weeks, some topics. And now that I think about it, I was not clear. And the late, late show, yeah, everybody thought, oh, Craig Kilborn? What is this? I don't want to. And, yeah, that was the end of that. So, uh, yeah, that, that we have a much better topic. We're going to talk about outer space on the Overnightscape Central and uh, contribute. Join us. Listen up. What have you. Uh, we will be here more or less next Wednesday late with more good stuff. And uh, thanks for being here. And until we meet the next time, let's set the controls for the heart of the fun.